Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark. In our last episode, number 30, we began discussing the fundamental presuppositions of NLP. These presuppositions provide us with a compass that guides us as we use and apply powerful NLP techniques to take control of our own lives and really make a difference. Today, we'll take a closer look at two of these important presuppositions. The map is not the territory and having respect for the other person's model of the world. The presuppositions of NLP form the ecological framework that ensures the practice of NLP is constructive and expansive rather than restrictive and potentially destructive. The first of the NLP presuppositions that we're discussing today, the map is not the territory, derives from the fact that we all construct our own version of reality. When we assume that everyone must be experiencing the same reality that we are and that they have access to the same information as we do, then when we have disagreements or conflict with them, we get confused. How could they think that? How could they believe that's what happened? This confusion, coupled with our very strong belief that, of course, we're right, because we love to be right, drives the tendency for us to explain their differences from the perspective of a deficit theory. So we assume there's something wrong with the other person or that they are just plain wrong. This strong desire to be right is actually our unconscious mind, some might call it our ego, trying to protect our identity. And of course, that's one of the main jobs of our unconscious mind. However, the desire to be right, no matter what, can be one of the most damaging behaviours to human relationships. You may have heard the saying, would you rather be right or be happy, which sums up pretty succinctly the potential damaging impact that believing you're always right can have on all your relationships. However, when we adopt the presupposition, the map is not the territory, it means that the drive to be right loses a bit of its power. We can acknowledge that our map and also other maps are not the complete story and we can accept that there can be different perspectives of the same thing and that whilst we might choose still to believe that ours is the best perspective, at least we know that just because others have different viewpoints, it doesn't mean we're wrong or indeed that they are wrong. Sometimes embracing this presupposition even creates the potential for us to look at another person's map with empathy or compassion. And yes, 
We still may wish the other person was more like us and we may not even be able to understand why they think the way they do. But knowing that our map is not the whole story either can release us from the tendency to ascribe sinister intentions to them, like they're trying to be difficult or they're deliberately trying to upset us. Once we get that the map is not the territory, the next NLP presupposition we're talking about today makes a lot of sense because now it's possible for us not to just accept that there's different perspectives on reality, but it's even possible for us to have respect for the other person's model. And when we choose to respect that other persons do have a different model of the world to us, none of the protective reactions, the misunderstanding, confusion, bewilderment, needing to be right, ascribing negative or sinister motivation makes much sense anymore. These responses make sense in reaction to an attack or a threat. And when we accept there are multiple perspectives or models of the world, then we also can clearly see that individual differences do not pose a threat and are not an attack on us. Showing respect for the other person's map really means that we accept that there's not a deficit, there's nothing about them that needs to be fixed. They just have their own model of the world based on their own perspective. They have their own map. And of course, if we accept this of others, we must also, by definition, accept it for ourselves, which means we have to accept that our map of the world is just as valid as anyone else's, and therefore there's nothing about us to fix either. Now let's take a closer look at how these two NLP presuppositions work. In some ways, the NLP presupposition that the map is not the territory is the most fundamental to all NLP. Because we know through NLP that in fact we create our internal representation of reality by selecting, in inverted commas, a sample of information that's available to us in the outside world. Our cognitive capacity and the limitations of our five senses means it's totally impossible for us to process every single piece of information that is available to us moment by moment. To put this into today's terminology, we have a bandwidth problem. Millions of bits bombarding us every second, but only a limited capacity to process all those bits. I hope you can begin to see that in order to filter all this info, we must have some pretty awesome strategies, right? And so we have. We go through the process of deleting, distorting and generalizing and filtering in the information. We're constantly going through a process of selecting what is important to us, and it's only from this selection that we then create our internal representation. And given the huge amount of information available to us moment to moment, not only is it unlikely, it's actually impossible for any two human beings to select exactly the same combination of informational bits. You've got more chance of winning the lottery. So, of course, we'll all have different experiences. The bits I delete, you may keep. The bits you generalize, I don't, and so on. And then we give our internal representation descriptions, meanings, and labels, and we live as though that internal representation is, in fact, reality. So in the process of selecting what we do take in, we choose what matters to us. Maybe they're things we're familiar with, things that make us right, 
because, as you know, we all like to be right, or it may be something novel and new that catches our attention. Basically, we've projected our expectations. We have habits. We might be good at seeing things, or perhaps we focus more on what we hear. Regardless how we do it, we've been actively building our own map for life. And our map of the world is the thing we use to guide us and make our decisions by. So now we know that in fact, although our reality feels objective, at some level it is a subjective construction, which means the map is not the territory and it can never be. What we have perceived can only represent parts of the external environment. And so it's only an internal representation of an external reality. This means all of us are walking around with our own maps. And sometimes those maps are very, very functional in that they deliver for us the lives we want to have. They give us opportunities for growth. They give us opportunities for love and connection. They meet all our core needs and they deliver for us a life that is fulfilling. We're happy or contented or satisfied with it. Yet sometimes the map may not be so functional. And what I mean by that is the map is not fulfilling. It doesn't create the quality of experience, relationships, prosperity, the quality of life we want to have. Embracing the presupposition the map is not the territory really gives us the opportunity to explore our map with great curiosity. We can begin asking really powerful questions such as, how is this working for me? We can also wonder as we encounter other maps of reality. Gee, I wonder how that works for them. Of course, when we engage with others, it's important we do this frame of respecting the other person's map of the world. So it is a journey of discovery. We ask ourselves, how is this working for me given the life I'm looking for? How does this map serve me? And perhaps the most important implication of this precept is that because it is a map, it means we have the opportunity to change it. We can change the direction we're headed, or we can even change the components in the map that we're choosing to notice. And this is great news because it means that we're able to continually change and grow our map of the world. A lot of how we want to work with NLP is around ensuring that we have a very, very functional map. And if we're exploring someone else's map with them, it's vitally important that we come from the frame of respecting their map of the world. Remember, these precepts mean we're not setting out to impose our map onto others or to give them some other map we believe would work better for them. Rather, embracing these precepts creates a journey of exploration filled with insatiable curiosity and discovery. Gee, how does that map work for you? How does that bit work for you? Does it still work for you? Remember, our maps have evolved over our lives, so perhaps we still have a particular perceptions or viewpoints that maybe worked for us at one point in time, but now it might be time for an upgrade or reboot. Recognising that the map is not the territory enables us to see that we actually do have the capacity to change our experience of reality. And that discovery can be enormously liberating especially when it frees us from a life we maybe thought we were stuck with. Suddenly we realise that we can reshape and reform merely by changing the things we notice, the things we focus on. Maybe it's changing some of our values or beliefs that will have us rediscover possibilities and opportunities 
that we thought we would never have. I'm sure you can now appreciate why I say that the map is not the territory is one of the most fundamental and most powerful presuppositions of NLP. When we're applying NLP in our lives, being able to show a deep respect for each person's model of the world means that we can create a zone of safety within which together we can actually explore different models, knowing that neither us nor they are being judged or evaluated harshly for the things that we believe or the things that we have done or ways that we've built our respective models of the world. And because we are in that safe zone, it's an opportunity to really get curious. Is this model of the world still working for me or is there an opportunity for me to change it in some way in order to achieve the goals I want to achieve or to transform aspects of my life that perhaps I'm not so happy with anymore? So really bringing that deep respect for our individual models of the world and you know, being an observer of both our own and others' worlds rather than a critic. And just being curious about it without that overlay of judgment means that we really can create an opportunity for us to explore the possibility of transformational change, if it's appropriate. And that is really, to me, one of the most important gifts we can bring with NLP when we're applying NLP more generally in our lives and in our relationships with others. I invite you to try these two fundamental presuppositions on. In today's world where we're facing the global pandemic, and let's face it, everyone has an opinion, I would like you to discover how much more relaxing life can be when we embrace the beliefs, the map is not the territory, and step up to demonstrating our respect for the other's model of the world. Now make sure you join me in the next NLP Matters episode when we explore three more of the NLP presuppositions. The first of these is that resistance to communication is a sign of lack of rapport. Then, that the most important information about a person is their behaviour. And thirdly, that there is no failure, only feedback. Like all the others, these profound presuppositions guide us as we use and apply powerful NLP techniques to take control of our own lives and really make a difference. Stay awesome, and I look forward to connecting with you in our next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas, or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.